Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Isaiah 30, 15. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Isaiah thirty fifteen. This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. Now imagine someone reliable told you the economy was about to crash and that this would cost you your job, every dollar that you had saved. It would cost you your home, everything. What would you do? Or what if you turned on the news to see a fierce army, the most powerful in the world, steadily advancing towards your country? How would you respond? Would you quickly pack your bags and try to flee? Or if you were the nation's leader, would you scramble to form allies with stronger countries? Well, that was precisely the circumstances the ancient Israelites faced. With impending invasion from the Assyrians, who were known for their professionally trained army, for superior engineering and iron weapons, a people group known for their cruel and vicious acts. And God's people became terrified. From a human perspective, it made sense to form an alliance with Egypt, except that God had warned them through the prophet Isaiah not to. In Isaiah 30, verses 1 through 3, we read, Woe to the obstinate children, declares the Lord, to those who carry out plans that are not mine, forming an alliance, but not by my spirit, heaping sin upon sin, who go down to Egypt without consulting me, who look for help to Pharaoh's protection, to Egypt's shade for refuge. But Pharaoh's protection will be to your shame. Egypt's shade will bring you disgrace. And he continued in verses 9 through 11, stating, for these are rebellious people, deceitful children, children unwilling to listen to the Lord's instruction. They say to the seer, see no more visions. And to the prophets, give us no more visions of what is right. Tell us pleasant things, prophesy illusions. Leave this way, get off this path, and stop confronting us with the Holy One of Israel. Woe to the obstinate, or some translations phrase it, stubborn or rebellious, deceitful children who deliberately rejected God and ignored His voice. In other words, they knew God's will, but they didn't want to hear it. 
Maybe they thought because he'd been so long suffering in the past that he would simply ignore their evil behavior and their rebellion, and that they would never experience the consequences for their sin. If you've ever parented a rebellious child, you can probably imagine how God, their loving, faithful, merciful, and patient father felt. For generations, he had watched his children destroy one another through oppression, through violence, sexually using one another to satisfy their lusts. And so God told them precisely what would happen if they continued in their sin and what would happen if they placed their hope in Egypt, but also what would happen if they humbly turned to him and trusted in him, which leads to today's verse, which again states, this is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. God referred to himself as the sovereign Lord, the one who was, who always has been, and always will remain in full control, who reigned over the nation of Israel, the Egyptian, and the Assyrian army, who in fact have formed every soldier that was bent on their destruction, and who commanded all of heaven's armies as well. He was also the Holy One of Israel, or in other words, their God, the one who had rescued them from 400 years of slavery to Egypt centuries prior, who led them through the wilderness, who fed them with honey-flavored wafers that miraculously fell from the sky, and who quenched their thirst with water that gushed from a rock. The Lord who had led them, protected them, fought for them, and formed them into a nation. That God was calling them to rest in him, to trust in him, to find safety and refuge in him, the one who loved them and longed for them to experience life and peace, not death, spiritual slavery, and destruction. And that's what he wants for us as well. His rules aren't meant to oppress us or to steal our joy, far from it. He longs to bring us to a place of spiritual vitality, of wholeness, and of soul-deep peace. To inner tranquility we won't find apart from him. Quite the opposite, in fact. Jesus, the Savior who died to give us life, told us if we try to hang on to our prideful and selfish desires and all the insufficient, self-deceiving ways that we try to find joy, we'll lose. We might entertain ourselves for a moment, but nothing apart from Christ and his will has the power to satisfy the aches in our souls or to provide a secure foundation upon which to stand. Only God has the wisdom and the power to carry us through life's most tumultuous storms, many of which we can in fact avoid if we regularly turn to him, seek his will and his aid and rest in his care. We experience joy, peace, and a filled to overflowing beyond our expectations life through surrender. That can feel terrifying in the moment, especially if we're in a place of crisis or if we feel under attack as ancient Israel had. Our fear may tell us to fight for survival, for control, to formulate our most logical plans, or even to form compromising alliances as the Israelites were tempted to do. Surrender becomes easier, however, when we remember God's heart, his promises, and his character. He is still the Holy One, the sovereign and loving God, the one who is beckoning us each day to come to him, to listen for his soft voice, and to follow however he leads. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for your love and for your care, for your provision and your protection. Thank you for all of the ways you've provided for us and protected us in the past. 
We know that you have good in store for us, your beloved children. Help us to trust in that. During times of crisis, may we turn to you first. May we seek your guidance. May we rest in your presence and your care. May we trust you to do what only you can do, to go before us and to guard your plans for us and to fulfill your plans for us. In the name of your precious Son, our victorious Savior, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Givens and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an internal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists. But when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. 
Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.